Welcome to another edition of The Real Money Show. I'm your host, Darren Long, also the Vice President of Sales for Guildhall Wealth Management. And with me today is a fine team of colleagues and friends, Jeremy Wiseman, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management, as he's waving to me right now. And we brought along Paul Wiseman, the President of Guildhall Wealth Management. We're happy to have him here on The Real Money Show. Before we get going, gentlemen, the number for our listeners to call in the event they are excited about silver and gold ownership, natural fancy color diamond ownership as we are, one eight seven seven eight silver the website to go to throughout the show if you have access to it, guildhallwealth.com. There you can find out everything you want to know about gold and silver. And before we start this wonderful edition of The Real Money Show, I will remind folks we have a few seats left this coming Tuesday, 7 p.m., at the Quest Trade Center at Young and Finch, one set of lights uh, just beyond that. And it is going to be a seminar focused on registered accounts, how to get gold and silver into your RSPs, TFSAs. We'll be opening up accounts. We'll have representatives there from Quest Trade. We work with them very closely, and it is an excellent time to get the ball rolling early in this year on your contributions to your RSPs. That is a tax tip, ladies and gentlemen, that you can't live without. The earlier you get this done, the better off you're going to be. That window is going to close very quickly. And as we go through the show, we will talk about it. But gentlemen, as this week begins, we're seeing gold and silver stay very much in the same range as last week, looking very strong at this point. We are going to be talking about a lot to do with gold and silver, of course. And Jeremy, we were talking before the show about an incredibly important article that's touching base on some of the concepts that people don't think often about. Is the world a better place from a wealth perspective now with all this money being printed than it was b- before 2008, 2007? We'll see what the SRS Rocco Report had to say about that. Steve St. Angelo, who's going to be on this show, a friend to The Real Money Show next week, if you're listening. We're excited to have him. But first up, I have an article here from Andrew Hetch. It was written on Seeking Alpha, January the 9th, entitled Precious Metals on the Cusp of a Bullish Breakout. His summary of that article indicates a handful of very important points. He's saying right now, Gold is flashing a pair of very bullish key reversals, and he's saying that silver is flirting with technical resistance and that precious metals in general are following a very familiar path, one that we've seen before as, well, early as last year. When we started the year, things looked very good and to develop into something special. We know last year, Jeremy, that gold made about 13%. Silver, not the best year it's ever had, but certainly not a terrible year by any stretch, about four, four and a half percent. This article is touching base on some of the reasons why right now might be the last time before we see a very bullish breakout. Yeah, gold had one of its best years in in most recent uh, history. And what we have been seeing over the last couple of years is that the lows in gold have been getting higher. And we've been continuing to see decent returns in precious metals. As far as gold is concerned, the last down year in gold was 2013. And you would have to go back all the way to 2005, I think, or four before you saw a small Uh, less than 1% loss on the year. So what you see overall is gold is a great way to hedge against inflation. It's continued to be a great way to hedge against inflation. Uh, It's a great way to hedge against uh, debt collapse and currency collapses. 
At Guildhall, we make it really easy for people to get involved in the market by buying actual physical, because if you can't hold it, you don't own it. We're going to talk more about that during the show, Jeremy, and it's so important to mention because we do have a question of the week that relates specifically to talking about the difference between holding paper versus holding the real thing, sure. like Guildhall sells, the real deal. Now, this article that was written by Andrew Hatch, he's a friend to the show and also a very good analyst, in my opinion, called Precious Metals on the Cusp of a Bullish Breakout. He writes in his first paragraph that since the beginning of December 2017, the precious metals sector accomplished some significant feats. The prices of gold and silver formed what now appear to be bottoms in the final month of last year, 2017, which was a repeat of bearish price action during December that has been in place for three consecutive years. As we said on this very show, December started, we expected and called for a slightly lower price as we had seen in 2017, or coming out of 2016-17 and 2015 and 2016. So slightly lower price, only to see that both gold and silver would recover during the month of December. Our listeners, they also saw the same thing it was a lot of feverish buying near the tail end of the month, a lot of pickup in there. And so says Andrew Hetch, the bounce from the lows over recent weeks and at the beginning of 2018 is another in a series of bullish starts to the year for the third year in a row. Now he's talking specifically about all four metals, including palladium and platinum, and he identifies a lot to do with what's leading those things. But in gold, he says that after trading at a high of 1303.40 on November 27th, February Comics Gold Futures fell to lows of 1238 on December the 12th. That was our low. That's where we hit it. And we talked about this throughout 2017, this idea that sentiment in the gold market really moved from can gold hold above $1,200 to when is gold going to get back above thirteen? dollars um, We had a few times throughout the year 2017 where gold got above thirteen, couldn't quite hold it. So far, we're holding nice and steady between uh, the end of December and into January. And I think that that trend is going to continue as far as sentiment is concerned of we're going to comfortably hold above this $1,300 level and can gold now make its move to 1400 A lot of the experts in the market are saying that if gold can get above $1,500, whether that's this year or next year, uh, you're going to see an incredible explosion in the precious metals markets. Similarly, um, they've actually lowered their price target on silver for where the breakout would happen. We used to talk about it being above $20, maybe $21. Now the, the point seems to be $1,850. Silver gets above $1,850 and it becomes an explosive market. And that's the thing about this market overall. You have to be positioned early. It's better to be a month early than a day late or a year early than a day late because when the market starts to take off, it's a it's a bullet it's a bullet train and you you can't keep up so it's important to start building that position and what a great time to be doing it silver's sub twenty dollars gold's under fourteen hundred dollars this is this is a perfect time to get involved well don't take my word for it folks call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or go online to guildhallwealth.com those are the two places where you can find out more information get a free investment package even get signed up for the Precious Metals newsletter that we send out on a weekly basis and get yourselves a seat or two, maybe three, if you've got the right people to bring with you for our seminar. It's coming up Tuesday at 7 p.m. That's 
the 16th of January at the Quest Trade Buildings. It's 5700 Young Street. All the details are on our website, and you can register there as well. Also, call in. You can speak to any of these fine gentlemen here on the panel, including myself. We'd be happy to walk you through all of the things that are required to open up a registered account, get you two seats there for that. Now, Andrew Hetch in this article, Jeremy, is also pointing out that the market expected the move, which was the Fed funds rate 25 basis point hike at the end of last year. And in a sell the rumor and buy the fact reaction, Gold took off to the upside and has surpassed its late November high, closing on this past Monday, January the 8th at 1321 after trading to a high of 1327 pounds on November the 27th. On that day, the yellow metal put in a bullish key reversal trading pattern on the daily chart as it traded below the previous day's low and closed above the prior session's high. He demonstrates this in the article, and folks, if you're not already on that Precious Metals newsletter list, we'll include this article this week there for your viewing so that you are seeing what we are seeing. But basically what this analyst is telling us is that this is the moment where we define the change in mentality, where buyers start to click in and see the same trend patterns that we're seeing in these markets. Only we're hoping that you as a listener are astute enough and paying attention and you've been listening and you want gold and silver to get on board and own it now while it's still relatively cheap. Now, Jeremy, speaking of this article, and I could go on about it, we will introduce a little more about what he said in silver later in the show, but we had a discussion on wealth when we were talking before the show and whether or not the world is really a better overall place. Silver Doctors this week produced uh, an article from SRS Rocco, by Steve St. Angelo, and he is talking about whether or not the world is better off in its wealth overall now or whether he is better off uh, prior to the crash of 2008-2009. Now, with all the money invested, all of the effort made by the Federal Reserve banks around the world, the central bankers around the world printing as much money as they have, you would think that all of this debt would lead to more manufacturing, more production, a more productive society leads to more profitability, that wealth would be growing at an unprecedented rate given what historically has been the norm after such situations. Yeah, I think uh, we're going to talk about it more in the next segment, but I think you're going to be really surprised because the initial uh, statement is that world wealth grew in 2017, but we're going to put it more into perspective as Steve St. Angelo points out and start to say, okay, well, let's compare that to the growth in the debts at the same time and find out where we actually are. I think this whole idea of debt is something that we can we cannot ignore forever. Anybody listening to the show who's ever experienced debt knows that it doesn't just disappear. You can't just ignore it. It becomes an elephant in the room. You've got to take care of it. There are consequences for having debt, which is you either go bankrupt, you either uh, don't pay the loans, or you have to you have to get busy and really start to work your butt off to do, to get that done. Look at what's happening in Venezuela; they're defaulting on on certain loans at this point, and the big ones come in 2018-19. So, what is someone else's problem right now is going to be a very big problem coming forward into 2018 and 19, and it's not just in Venezuela. Uh, 
China has massive debts. There's debts all over the place. I, I heard I just saw an article that now Italy's starting to talk about getting out of the euro again. So there's a lot of issues out there. We think that holding physical bullion is a great way to hedge against a lot of these debts, a lot of the inflation aspects out there, declining currencies, which that's another big topic we'll talk about. And holding physical metal is so easy. It's just so easy. You just go on to guildhallwealth.com, go to the website, you can pick out the type of product you want, come to the office, pick it up in person, or we can deliver it to you very easily. There's very uh, lots of different ways to make payments to get into the market. Hold it in your registered account. This is such a good way to hold physical precious metals, especially gold long-term. If gold has been performing over 9% a year over the last 16, 17 years, isn't that what you want to have in a registered account? You need something that's going to beat inflation. You're only paying just over 1% a year to cover your storage costs, so you're covering your costs and beating inflation long-term. This is exactly what you want in a registered account. So come to the seminar, learn about uh, how to hold it in your registered account, and we'll talk about what uh, S, uh, the SRS ROCO report article is all about and uh, what Steve San Angelo's ideas are. Imagine you put some gold into your RSP last year and you're up 13%. How good would that feel at the end of the month? Folks, when we come back... We're going to spend some time talking about something that we think is a value offering, especially at Guildhall. We're one of the only companies in the world that offer this style of approach to gold and silver ownership. It's called allocated financing. We're going to teach you how to virtually get your metal at half the price at day one. Paul is going to talk about it when we come back in the second segment. We also have more coming up about silver and gold. We're going to talk about why we think this may be the final chance to load up on silver bullion at these prices where we're at. And of course, we're going to go into detail about how to get to that seminar Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. It's not too late. There are a few seats left. It's going to be January the 16th, 7 p.m., Give us a call or go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And once again, welcome back to The Real Money Show. Here we are for segment number two. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver Our website is guildhallwealth.com. Remember, if you are investing in a registered account right now, that for every 5000 US you put into that account, we are going to give you free of charge, one gram of gold, up to a maximum of 10 grams. It's our thank you for coming aboard as a client with Guildhall Wealth. And that seminar, Tuesday, January the 16th, it's coming up very quickly, folks. If you're listening to this show on the weekend, you have to get online to guildhallwealth.com or give us a call right away, one eight seven seven eight silver to reserve a seat or two for you, your spouse, a significant other, a family member that you think would benefit from hearing about how to get gold and silver, palladium, platinum, which we're going to talk about in a minute, into your registered accounts. Whether it's an RSP, the deadline is approaching, be smart, get this done and off your plate now while the prices are still value uh, in value range and so you can get it out of the way of the tax returns you have to do coming up. It's a smart decision if you're thinking of getting into gold and silver via your registered account. Now, Paul, before we went to break, we promised people talk a little bit about the allocated financing account. What makes this account so special, Paul, and how do people get into this? What is it? Okay, Darren. Well, first of all, at Guildhall, we only sell physical precious metals. We're not in the business of selling uh, stocks, 
ETFs, certificates, futures, or options on futures. It's the physical product. You can touch it. You can take it home. Um, we have our e-store, which is very, very easy for you to buy. Uh, with a click of a mouse, you can buy product. We make the payment plan so easy, whether you want to pay by a bill payment, uh, you can pay by a pre-authorized uh, debit, you can wire us the funds. We take a bank drafts, and if you come to the office, you can just pay on your debit card. So it's made very, very easy. Whether you want to buy, you know, one ounce, ten ounce, hundred ounce bars of silver, the same thing on gold. Whether you want to buy one quarter ounce, half ounce, one ounce gold maples, and we've we've just received in our 2018. Uh, Canadian maples as well as silver and gold so that's available for you but one of the things that we discourage people to do is to hold a lot of product at home or if you're buying silver you know a thousand ounces of silver weighs about 70 pound that's a little tough to put in a safe deposit box as well as tough on the back uh, we recommend that you use our depository which is allocated segregated uh, with bar numbers. Uh, we're offering a terrific deal for people that are opening up new depository accounts with us. We're giving you 90 days free storage. The average storage is about one-tenth of one percent a month of the value of the metal. So you're getting you know, free storage for 90 days when you open an account. Um, for you to open an account is very, very simple. Uh, as I said, it's allocated, it's segregated, it's insured with Lloyds of London. It's very, very simple. And in actual fact, I had a customer this week that um, sold off a couple of kilos of gold. Because it was in the depository and we have the product there for the client segregated, the product was sold and the customer picked up the check within you know 48 hours that's how easy it is when the product is in and we know the integrity of the product it's gone from one side of the depository to our cage to our product and we know where it's come from it's come directly from one of the main uh, fabricators manufacturers whether it's royal mint or pamp uh, we know where the product is so it's very safe for us to do uh, as darren said one of my favorite ways to own precious metals is by using allocated finance. Now, it's the same way when you buy a 1,000 ounces of silver. You're buying 10 100-ounce bars with bar numbers from the Royal Mint. The product is in our depository. You can go visit it. You can touch that product. But because we're using allocated financing, the product is purchased. We are buying for you the 10 100-ounce bars. You are putting up approximately about $10,000 to own that metal. You can trade it. We have a one-time commission that allows you to trade for 36 months in and out as many times as you feel as the market moves up you want to take profit off the table you can trade without paying any further commission give us a call let darren jeremy myself or jerry in the office uh, will be happy to guide you through and let you know how this works you can put as little as 30 percent down you're paying a one-time commission so for around about ten thousand dollars you're getting seventeen thousand dollars which is the price u.s metal which is about twenty two thousand dollars canadian today you are getting a thousand ounces to work with and make money and i think of the price of silver right now trading in the $17 range, I think it's an incredible price. So if I'm hearing you correctly, Paul, and using allocated financing is a fantastic way to get into this market, to take advantage of this low price in silver that we have right now in particular, that means at a price of $17 an ounce, you could literally be picking up 
every ounce of silver that you want to buy at $7.65 US right now. That means a move in the market of seven sixty-five. I literally double my money. That's a fantastic way to invest take advantage of a market that is super depressed, that has tons of value in it, and that analysts are saying could be as high as $50 an ounce or more by the end of this year. The number to call, folks, one eight seven seven eight silver Guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to. And now speaking of returns, Paul, there's a number of metals here that we, we are offering at Guildhall. We spend our days talking about gold and silver, but they're not the only metals that Guildhall does offer. No, absolutely. I mean, we sell uh, platinum and palladium. Um, we've been selling, uh, you know, palladium in the market since, you know, originally when it was around about $280. Right now, palladium is trading at $1,082. The low last year was $710. That's a 50% return. So if you were financing and using allocated financing on palladium, and you bought it at seven ten, and it's a thousand and eighty-two dollars. You've had a pretty good return for on your investment. The same with platinum. Platinum's up about twelve fifteen percent. Last year, gold was up about fourteen percent on the year. Silver was about six to seven percent, and that's the underdog. Um, we feel silver is really really undervalued, and uh, there is there is more upside than downside. You know, can silver be trading at seventeen dollars if it drops? 20%, that's going to go down to $13. But is there more chance of silver going to $20, 22 $25, $30? I think there is. So I like silver, and I think it's a great opportunity to get in, use collateralized financing. If you don't want to use, you know, um, allocated financing, you don't have to. If you want to just buy the product, put it in our depository. We're offering you 90 days free storage. That's a one-tenth of one percent normally is the, is the storage fee. You're getting three months where you don't have to pay for it. You can sell it on a phone call. It's so easy to use. Or go to our e-store, buy the physical, take it home. one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcoms website, Jeremy. Yeah, I was just going to say that uh, I was watching some YouTube things on all these new technologies coming out from Samsung and Intel and um, just the idea of self-driving cars and all of and all of these new technologies, things like what they're doing with 3D stadiums where they're putting all the cameras around the stadium so you can get every single view in a football game and all of this stuff. And you're just saying, they keep saying, it's data heavy. It's going to take so much energy to do all these things. And also... Look at the technology, the the hardware that's required. There is a lot of silver in every single uh, digital camera and computer and refrigerator and dishwasher and toaster oven and iPhone and uh, smartphone, I should say, or iPads and all of these things. And so the world really runs on silver. We cannot have solar power without it, water purification without it. So at $17 with only a billion ounces of silver above ground and over 7 billion people on the planet, I definitely see it as something very much undervalued long-term. And it is amazing to think about it because, Jeremy, if you consider the amount of silver coming out of the ground that's diverted to industry, being used for electronics, being used for all of this technology, so to speak, it's a tremendous amount. It's more than 50% of what gets used of all technology going directly into just things that are related to new technologies, electronics, iPads, phones, and all those things that we talk about. We don't do enough uh, and, and have enough and spend enough time discussing that topic. It's so important. But as you say, this is still of great value, silver, that is. I have an article here in front of me by Leland Wilkins, 
It was written on the 8th of January. It's called Final Chance to Load Up on Silver. He brings three specific points that he uses in this short article to discuss his feelings on why he believes right now may be the last chance in the next little stretch here to load up on silver at these prices before we never see it again. He says the gold-silver ratio is flashing a final buy signal. He talks about silver having way more upside and less risk than other assets. And we all agree, gentlemen, that as far as precious metals go, silver represents the greatest value of all of them. And and very simply put, it's because what happens in gold is amplified in silver. So on the downside, gold goes down 2%, silver goes down more. On the upside, gold goes up 2%, silver goes up more. So now that we're starting to come out of the base building in this market, the market is still overall depressed. And so silver is more undervalued than gold at this time, but that's not going to be the case going forward. So this silver ratio idea that the author's putting forth is a very strong point. The idea that you want to take advantage of the large ratio right now. He says in this article that as a speculator, we can profit by taking a contrarian stance. Well, that's an important point. We've talked about being a contrarian investor so many times on this show and taking the other approach, which is there are lots of other investment opportunities and markets around the world, which have presented great opportunity in the last five, six, seven years. Real estate come and gone. I think we can all agree now it's getting very near the top, very bubbly. The stock market's we saw huge returns in the stock market since 2008, 2009. Most people haven't even made crypto near the money crypto backs. Currency. Cryptocurrencies, all kinds of investments. How would you like to have bought Bitcoin at 19,000? Well, sure, 20,000. I mean, for yeah, that matter, it's right? Like it's 13,000 and change. Sure. And an eight, eight or 9% yeah. day down on cryptocurrencies, no um, big deal. And by the way, we do accept BitPay. If you have Bitcoin and you've been very, very successful, Great time to take a little cash off the table, put it into gold, silver, natural fancy color diamond. This is the time to do it uh, while it's still around about 13000 You don't want to be trying to buy it when it drops down to 3000 Yeah, It's all about looking for value, and so contrarian investing is key here. And gold and silver definitely continue to be undervalued, even though they've performed well over the last uh, few years and over the last 15, 20 years as well. Well, he's picking on the gold-silver ratio, and that's in particular of great interest to all of us here because... That ratio, which has typically been, even on average since our doors have been opened in 2002, at around 54, 55 to 1, meaning that it takes 54, 55 ounces of silver to make the value of one ounce of gold. And it's been as low as 32 to 1 during this bull market when silver reached $49 high. It's right now up in the 70 to 80 range, and that's representing tremendous value. And as an investor, don't you want to be handed those type of inside hints and tips on why silver is such great value? And that's what he's saying in this article, that if you look at it from the contrarian perspective, it is the contrarians who make the most money. Were you one of the investors that was buying a cryptocurrency when it was in its infancy stages in 2009, 10 at you know less than $100? Or were you buying Apple when those shares were below $50 a share or Google or any of them, you probably weren't. You were hopping on the bandwagon. But yet here in silver and gold, you literally have the chance of a lifetime and it's being presented to you as we speak right now at true value prices when the long term looks so good for both metals. And lastly, in this article, I've got to tell you, this is probably the most important part of all. It's great to buy value and find value and be a contrarian investor and buy silver as an example at a very low price, get into this market and enjoy all this potential earning power. But when you load up, don't fall in love. And it's exactly what Leland Wilkins says in this article. You have to eventually sell. 
We've always been firm believers that if you're able to get into a market and find value like silver, palladium, platinum when it was cheaper, gold, still great value right now. This is the biggest and most important point that at some point down the road, you have to take that profit off the table. We're here to help you do that, folks, at Guildhall. The number again, one eight seven seven eight silver the website to go to guildhallwealth.com. But Jeremy, it harkens back to the point we were mentioning earlier, which is that big mentality change, people thinking that the world is better off, thinking that we're in a better place, that we've got more wealth, that we've distributed it more appropriately. And the truth is we're anything but... Yeah, you know, you look at the central planners and they've put in all this money. You talked about it in the in the first segment. But as Paul, you would say, where did they put the spade in the ground? Where did they build the bridge? They haven't really done anything like that. And I think Steve St. Angelo's article is a great case in point because what he's saying is that um, the powers that be out there, they'll, they'll report that wealth grew uh, around the globe by 6.4% last year or was up $16.7 trillion in U.S. dollars totaling uh, $280 trillion, but that did outpace population growth, which only grew by 4.9. So wealth grew by 6.4, and, and the population grew by 4.9. Yet the global debt hit $233 trillion, Ouch. which is up $16 trillion in nine months alone. So that's, that's, a, that's an 8% increase. That's right. It's huge. And over the past 20 years, global debt has increased. Now listen to this one. 50 trillion in 20 years. 50 trillion to 233 trillion dollars by the end of 2017. Say it again, man. That's huge. From 50 to 233 trillion in 20 years. Global debt has increased 366%. Now this is where it gets interesting. The debt increased 366%, but global wealth only increased by 133% in, since 1997. Let's remind our listeners, who's, yeah. creating, who's creating the debt? Just remind who's giving the, the debt? Who just, gives the debt? And yeah. just to remind yeah, the listeners, banks. the guy that wrote this article, Steve Sanangelo, is going to be a guest on our show next week? Yeah. He's a friend of the show. He's going to yeah. come to the show next oh, week, and uh, he's fantastic. He's a great, great analyst. Yeah. And so Jeremy, he's, not a, he's not a dummy. No, not at no. all. I mean, you've okay. got to take this, you got to take these, this, uh, this uh, is a cautionary tale to, what pay, to pay attention to. We're going to be talking about energy and how it relates to the overall gold picture, and he's an expert in that particular arena. And Jeremy, as we said before, before we go to the next segment, it's a wonderful topic to delve into because this is something that relates very closely to what we're going to be discussing with Steve Angelo, and it's that people aren't even paying attention to the real story behind those headlines. We don't even know about what the impact of energy is going to be on the overall picture, but Steve, he's done a ton of research in, in the area of energy and its relationship to the markets. He's suggesting that that's going to be the focal point of why you could see gold prices, silver prices skyrocket from here. Yeah, because he's looking at the fact that when you take the wealth growth and then you minus all the debts, in actual fact, wealth has been contracting, not increasing. And eventually you have to pay these debts off. And the way you pay them off is either defaulting or creating more production which is going to take that much more energy. And so this idea of energy return on investment is massive. And that gets back to this idea of technologies and whatnot. You know that these new technologies or even the cryptocurrencies, which are they're, they're betting on the new, the new uh, 
technologies take so much energy. And so this idea of understanding energy and what it's going to cost to make these new builds and make this new technology, and where does silver play into that? And he definitely is a proponent of holding physical metals. So we look forward to having him on the show. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com. Get your investment package now, which will include information on gold and silver buying, how to get into the depository accounts, the allocated financing accounts, the registered accounts, the seminars coming up January the 16th, this coming Tuesday, if you're listening to the show this weekend, 7 p.m. at the Quest Trade Building, 5700 Young Street. It's on the ground floor. It's easy to access. Go to the website and register. Get a couple of seats put aside for yourself. Bring your clients. If you're looking to get them into the market and you'd like to share that experience with them, find out more about gold and silver investing and how it gets into your registered accounts. Please feel free to go to that website, guildhallwealth.com. Now, when we get back from break, gentlemen, we're going to be discussing a few things in the colored diamond market. Paul, you have a mention of a few things that you've been working on. In particular, I'm excited to hear what's come into our inventory. And our good friend, they call him the king of diamonds, Lawrence Graff, just bought a 16.5,476 carat diamond out of Sierra Leone. Again, adding to speculation that these diamond prices are going to continue to rise. So when we get back, let's talk about them. Let's show people how we can get into this market. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to The Real Money Show. Great break. Great time to talk about natural fancy colored diamonds, gentlemen. It is a component of wealth that is not discussed often enough. Now, before we get going, the number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver the website is guildhallwealth.com, and if you want to be participating in this wonderful, very untapped market, almost a secret, Paul, I suggest you get in and talk to us today. This is a wonderful way to do it. Darren, as you know, I, I said a couple of months ago that we made a connection uh, for blue, green, and green natural fancy colored diamonds. It's now coming to fruition. Uh, I just received, I purchased three of the most magnificent green diamonds, of natural fancy green intense, two of them uh, for our own collection, one that we're putting up on sale. Um, it's a 0.33 carat, just a third of a carat. The color is absolutely exquisite. It's an intense green. It's almost vivid. It's a VS1 quality, which means it's a very slight inclusion. The color is just incredible. The diamond is incredible. Um, this is the type of diamond, in my opinion, that are becoming more and more rare, even than pinks and blues. I think this is the type of diamond that you take, you put away for 5, 10, 15 years, and you will make an incredible amount of money. We made a diamond ring for a client about three years ago when we bought one of these green intense or a vivid diamond and it was just spectacular. You know, emeralds are green, but they don't sparkle. You know, green diamonds sparkle. The fire and the and the scintillation that comes off of these diamonds is incredible. As I said, it's a 0.33 um, I've got one for sale only, the two I'm keeping for my own collection because I know they're going to increase in value at an incredible rate. We're looking at $75,000 US um, for a 0.33. It's one of the rarest diamonds you will ever find. It's a cushion cut 
we love yellows, we love pinks, we love blues, but my favorite has become greens and blue-greens. They're incredible, extremely rare, and will go up in value. At the end of the show, or the end of the last segment, I think we were going to discuss about Graph Jewelers. Well, yeah, Graph definitely made a splash in the diamond market just a short while ago. This article is from the, the first, and this is from Forbes magazine. Of course, they follow wealth very closely, being Forbes. By the way... Um, Graf uh, comes from the same part of London as me, he's the same age as me, and probably we came from about a mile apart uh, in the area that we lived. And no doubt your paths but crossed when you were younger lad. Might, might have a little more money than all of us, but he just picked up a $16.5 million, 475, 76 carat, what they call Maya Prosperity Diamond from Sierra Leone. And he's been a leader in the diamond business since the 60s. And he's just made this acquisition to add to his uh, collection of very, very sought-after diamonds. And I'm staring at a picture of uh, this rock. It's rough. It's 476 rough before it's been cut. And he's saying that this magnificent, magnificent stone is the 29th largest diamond ever on Earth. It's the fifth largest stone hailing from Sierra Leone. So this particular diamond is going to be very interesting to see what happens with its white. And, of course, knowing Graf, he's going to take this diamond and cut it to an appropriate size to get the highest value uh, out of this diamond. Paul, typically when we see diamonds like this come to market, how does the selling or acquisition of these types of diamonds making a very public splash impact the overall price? Say if, if Christie's or Sotheby's has a magnificent jewels auction and a big pink goes for sale, how does that impact well, overall pricing? You know, when, when Graf Jewelers, and he's bought some of the most, the world's finest and largest pink, yellow uh, diamonds that, that exist, um, and he's also, you know, sold a diamond and sorry that he sold it and bought it back in auction. He understands the beauty and the rarity of these diamonds. And he has a clientele, um, you know, his store uh, stores across the world are just incredible with incredible designs and jewelry. Um, but what happens is when these diamonds go into auction, they do impact the market. I mean, if you've held a diamond that you bought for, you know, $8 million, as an example, 15 years ago, and today it's bringing $45, 50000000 at auction, that's a pretty good investment, um, a pretty good return. And what happens is the smaller market, not everybody's got $45 million or $30 million or $20 million to spend. You know, our diamonds are Guildhall diamonds, and we have a, a range of internally flawless yellows to VS quality pinks to the Argyle pinks that range from $10,000 to, you know, a couple of million dollars. Um, if you go to our website, go to guildhallwealth.com, we are now have incorporated our diamond site, uh, our diamond collection within that site. Um, we have also diamonds. Not every diamond goes up on the website. But I'm excited about this green diamond, even though it's not 245 carats or whatever. It's a third of a carat. It's green. It's intense. It's almost a vivid color. The color is just incredible. The cut is incredible. It's going to make one of the best investments. As I said, I purchased three, two, uh, for my own collection, for my own family. And the other one I'm putting on sale for $75,000 US. We will be bringing in over the next month or two, we have some blue-greens that are in GIA, which is the Gemology Institute of America. They're just being uh, graduated or, or graded, I should say, and they will be coming in 
to our office probably over the next six to six weeks to 12 weeks. Um, it, it takes anywhere from a month to two months to get a, a diamond out of GIA right now. But the diamonds we have are just incredible. Go to our website. And of course, that website is guildhallwealth.com. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver one eight seven seven eight silver get a free investment package on color diamonds sent to your door via email however you would like be able to see some of the information that we're talking about see the diamonds on our website make an appointment take a step in the right direction to protect your wealth and be proactive with what you have to invest in these markets now paul when we were talking about that earlier you mentioned something that's of great interest to me you mentioned the gemological institute of america that's not the only place that we use to verify and get some feedback on the quality and the four C's of the diamond. Jeremy, we've spent a ton of time talking about the Fancy Color Research Foundation. Now, when we come across a diamond like we're talking about with Graph, he handles that individually by diamond. In some cases, I would assume because it's so rare, it's so special, GIA might not even see the diamond. It's a, it's a very, very uh, simple, simple process. They're going to take months and months and months to study that diamond before they even prepare it to be cut. And only when it's been cut will GIA actually get the diamond. So it could be another year before GIA even sees what that diamond ends up looking like. Now, when we're talking about our pinks and our yellows and our greens, what is the importance of looking at all of the steps involved and how does that tie into the overall wealth? You talk about the Fancy Color Research Foundation, for example, its rarity scale gives us some sense of exactly how rare a diamond really is. On the one hand, I I do believe that Graph is not going to cut one diamond out of that big stone. He's right. going he's gonna to do multiple, multiple diamonds, show them all. They're going to be gorgeous. That's what he did the last time when he right. found a diamond like that. Um, in the colored diamond sphere... Because each diamond is so individual and so subjective, the key is dealing with someone who really understands the market. When it comes to Guildhall, we understand the market. We've been in it long enough to know what a good diamond is versus what a mediocre colored diamond is. And that's really key because the the worst case scenarios we see in this market are people buying insignificant diamonds and overpaying. The best worst case scenario is someone overpays for something that's quite good. And in that case, what you really need is just time to overcome the fact that uh, that one overpaid. What Guildhall is providing is the ability to go out, acquire incredible, high-quality, investment-grade, natural fancy-colored diamonds, just like the green diamond that Paul's bringing in. And part of that, part of that process is, one, understanding what creates a good quality investment-grade diamond. Two, having the partnerships around that our partners around the globe know exactly what we're looking for. And they know that they can't bring us something that is inferior quality. As an example, we were at the the JCK show uh, last June. We were looking around. We, we found a pink diamond that was VS quality right in our wheelhouse, right exactly what we're looking for. We looped the diamond and right away there was a massive inclusion right bang in the middle of the diamond. Bam. Yes, it was a VS quality. Yes, the color was good, but that is not what we are looking for. No, thank you. So on the one hand, you really want to be able to see the diamond in person. Number two, you want to deal with a reputable company, one that does have a GIA graduate on staff, one that actually owns the product that they're selling, uh, that they're not baiting and switching and things like this. 
What we do at Guildhall is we go out, we acquire these diamonds. This diamond that Paul's talking about today, this green diamond, he's acquired it. It's ours, right? And so we're putting our skin in the game. There was actually an interview on the Fancy Color Research Foundation, uh, which we're members of, and the question that they asked several major color diamond dealers around the globe was, Fancy color wholesales and manufacturers report that a larger portion of their sales in the last 12 months is made to the investment community. According to the study, investors don't necessarily look at fancy colors as a commodity for short flip for a profit, but rather as a long-term item to preserve wealth. And his comment was, his reply to that was, yes, in the past 30 to 40 years since diamonds greatly appreciated in price, most buyers do not see them purely as an ornament, but as an investment. In the fancy colored diamond market, the smaller diamonds, up to three carats, are more likely to be bought by collectors to, for the maintaining of value of their money. They will buy a few stones and hold them in a safe as an investment. He goes on to say that the larger diamonds, the four carat plus, well, that's for the playground of the rich. They're still able to go out and buy those. So when you talked about Darren a few years ago when Jay-Z decided to buy Beyonce a blue diamond and they saunter off to, to Harry Winston, they don't care necessarily what they're buying. They're buying it for the pure joy of it and they can afford whatever comes their way. And they don't mind overpaying. And they don't mind overpaying, but again, whatever they're buying over in the long term is going to do great I tried for them. to contact them. I know. No word of a lie. I tried. The idea here is, look, there there is an incredible track record in natural fancy colored diamonds. The returns are there. It is not a short flip. This is something for people who maybe have their real estate. They've got their, their hard assets like gold and silver. They're invested in the stock market, and they're looking for other ways to diversify long term. So if you think about um, passing passing assets to family members or celebrating long-term milestones. milestones. Why would you go out and spend, as an example, just a quick example, why would you go out and spend $20,000 on, you know, an G white diamond in a setting where you could buy instead a fancy yellow in a custom setting that could be going up as much as 6% a year. So it does make sense to be a little more keen, be a little more savvy, Come talk to us at Guildhall, learn about this market, and learn how to acquire something that's going to actually continue to make money over time rather than a depreciating asset, which unfortunately many white diamonds are. one silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is the website to go and view these beautiful colored diamonds. They will not last, folks. These diamonds are something that we span the face of the earth to find. Paul spends countless hours a week to acquire Get in contact with us today. We'll show you a little more about the process, how easy it is to own one. Do a custom setting if you like. As Jeremy said, the value of these diamonds is here right now. In 15 years from now, this will be a mainstream investment. Too many people will want these diamonds. The prices will be out of reach for the average person. Get them before that happens. This is the time to put this together with some gold and silver. One eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. When we come back in the fourth segment, we're going to continue on figuring out why this could be the year for gold and silver, what lies ahead in the next couple of weeks, and we'll discuss a question from one of our clients. This is The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
Welcome back to the Real Money Show. Here we are, segment number four. The number to call one eight seven seven eight Silver. You're with Guildhall Wealth Management. The website to go to is guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, Paul, myself, Darren. We've had a great show this week, gentlemen. A few minutes to discuss and tie up loose ends. First off, Paul, we've we've highlighted the value that silver represents right now. It's seventeen dollars an ounce just over the cost of production for most companies. New companies wouldn't even get into this market. It's literally like they're giving it away. Think of what you or how easy it would be to spend $17. Well, this, it takes nothing. Well, the, the whole thing is, is you know, by using allocated finance, this is a way to get into the market. Silver's trading at $17. In, you know, in 2011, silver hit a high of $49. Do I think it's going to go to $49? I think it could go to $100. And then some. And then some. Um, you know, all the silver uh, that's ever been mined is about a billion ounces above ground. All the gold that's ever been mined is still above ground. It's in jewelry, it's in bars, it's in teeth, it's, you know, in investments. It's still out there. And that's not to say we don't love gold, too. But silver is just a different beast. So, you know, if we look at silver uh, as allocated financing, if you were to buy 5,000 ounces, you're looking at around about 38,000 U.S., just under $50,000 to lay out. You have 50, 100-ounce silver RCM bars with bar numbers that you can go visit the depository, touch the product. Belongs it's to the client. Yours. It's the Belongs client's product. Belongs to the client. Absolutely. And it's allocated finances. It's segregated. It's your product. You know, a seven, eight dollar move in the market, you've doubled your money. That means silver's only got to go to twenty five dollars. That's half of where it was in two thousand eleven. Been there, done that. And you've made double your money on five thousand ounces. This is an incredible opportunity. I love silver. I think there is more upside than there is in downside. I also love gold. You know, we try to, with gold and silver, I like my clients to have 80% silver, 20% gold, just as an even balance. But it's a great way to get into the market and, you know, and attach to yourself a natural fancy colored diamond. Put it away. 5, 10, 15 years, you're going to get nothing but a return. The phone number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver The website to visit is guildhallwealth.com. We have a question from a client this week. His name is Jerry. Sent in... Oddly enough, a question to our Jerry. Jerry. This is Jerry to Jerry, and basically said that he wanted us not to answer the question, but to stress to our listeners, our viewers, and our audience that it would be prudent and wise to own physical gold and silver. That way, we are putting pressure on the futures market and doing our part to keep silver inventories, gold inventories low, so that when it comes to paper, there's just not enough physical ounces to go around. Now, the whole idea of being with Guildhall Wealth Management is that our investments are physical, whether it's in the depository, whether it's allocated financing, as we've highlighted throughout the show, whether you're just buying the product to go home with, it is physical, 110%. This client is saying we don't tell people often enough that by owning those physical ounces, by taking them out of the market and no longer making them available, that can only benefit you long term. Gold and silver prices will inevitably go much, much higher by taking those physical ounces out of the market. And he's saying, think about the day when somebody in the futures markets actually want to start taking delivery of the product. There'll be nothing there. The shells will be absolutely bare. And that's when we'll see the real fireworks. That could happen this year, gentlemen. This has been The Real Money Show. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver 
The website is guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, Paul, great show. Lots to share. Seminar coming up Tuesday, January the 16th. We have Steve St. Angelo on next week's show, so please tune in. It's a big show, an important show, and we've been very fortunate to spend the last hour with you. We thank you for listening. This is The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto.